Il The topic of topic of this chapter is Zav. Zav is a man who sees seminal secretions that are not that are not as a result of uh, of the natural physiological process. Um, it's more of a pathological seminal excretion. Hachamim call it re'ia. Re'ia means a sight, a sight of one of those things. And that's a word I'm going to use throughout the, the rest of this chapter. When I say re'ia, it means that the Zav has seen the kind of seminal secretion that, based on the rules of this chapter, may make him tame. Now, what is Zav, medically speaking? Some people believe it might be gonorrhea, which counts this as one of its possible symptoms, but others, including Harambam, seem to have thought it was something else. It was it was just something else that resulted in an unhealthy kind of of uh, of ejaculation. Halacha Aleph. Hazov ha'amur b'Torah shichvat zira haba mechol yachalalim sheimitkabeset b'hem uchshayse hazov eno yoseh b'kishuik shichvat zira avem b'siyatot ava velohanaya. So that the Torah refers to is semen that comes pathologically. It comes pathologically from some kind of a disease in the areas in which it is formed. And when it comes out, it doesn't come in a healthy way uh, together with an erection. And there is no pleasure uh, while it's happening. Rather, it, uh, it flows out. And, and comes out, and it has a consistency of um, a mixture of um, barley, flour, and water. And the color, it has the, the hue of the, of, the white, of, the, of, the, of the white part of the egg when it's rotten. However, to differentiate this from the healthier kind of semen, the healthier that, that doesn't bring about ziva is white and it has a different consistency um, and it looks like the like a healthy kind of egg white. Bet haro erayat hazova kore midolio zav mehamat holy ones behind enozav shnemarki zami pesaro mehamat besaro ushieta melo mehamada valaher. Now uh, one more differentiation, even if ziva happens, if if raya happens, but it's not it's not because of some disease that happens in the reproductive organs, but it's because of something else. That's not Zav. We are talking about a kind of Raya that comes, that is caused by some problem in the reproductive system. Mikan Ameru, Beshiv Aderachim Botkimet Hazav, Bemachal, Uvmeshte, Bemasao, Bekvisa, Beholi, Uvmareo, Behor. That's why Hachamim said there is seven things that we have to rule out before declaring somebody a Zav. One is ma'achal, maybe it's something that he ate, mishte, something he drank, masa, something he carried, maybe he did too much effort, bekvitsa, some kind of displacement because of jumping, beholi, some unrelated disease, uvmar'e, something that he saw, ubhirhur, or something that he thought. So if it's neither, none of these things, then we start suspecting zibad of the kind that it's going to bring about tum'ah. For example, if a person ate a lot and very fast or drank a lot or ate or drank foods that are known 
to stimulate this kind of uh, seminal production, or he carried something very heavy, or jumped a lot from place to place, and also if, if he was struck in his back or he was sick. Or he saw a woman and he he was he he was attracted to her, or he had some sort of uh, of sexual thoughts. Even if those thoughts weren't specific to a woman that he knows, Im Kadam had Elu. If before he has a re'iya, any of these things happen, then the presumption is that those are the things that cause it, and then it's, it's not ziva. There is no tum'ah. Gimal. Um, if a person has, if a man has an erection, then for 24 hours, any ejaculation that, 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 that is subsequent to that, we attribute it to that natural erection, and it's not going to be counted towards Reiya of Zav. So too for any exciting sight or exciting thoughts, those are enough for 24 hours of attributing anything that follows to that. However, for uh, abundance, abundance of food or drinking, carrying and jumping, so for those, uh, the, the attribution only lasts for so long as a person is still suffering the effect of those. Dalet. If a person does berit mila whether it's as, as a Jew or as a Goy, so long as he's still feeling the effects of the Milah, then any Re'iyah that follows that is not Ziva. Within 24 hours, sorry. However, if a Goy uh, has an erection, then becomes, then becomes Jewish the next second, and then he has Ziva, Anything happening before that second, it's as if it happened to a different person. So whatever happens in reality, and halakha is, is not about reality, halakha is about legal conventions and uh, distinctions and definitions. So that's not going to count for this koi. And the moment he becomes a ger, he has a riya without having had any keri before. And that's why it is going to be uh, uh, potentially ziva. Katan... A minor, neither a sight or, or thought can, can count to exempt them from the Tum'ah, so we only have to rule out the other five things. And if a minor, not only, not only his, his sickness can be can be the reason, can be thought of the reason for the ziva, but also if his mother, the one who is responsible for him, if she's sick, this somehow might have a physiological effect on the child, and if there is a ziva that, fo- a that follows that, it's not ziva. Um, 
So when are we saying that we have to rule out the reyot for all the other reasons? It's only on the second reya. As we're going to see, the rule is one reya is not enough to make a zav. It needs at least a couple of reyot. So if he sees the first time, then we don't rule anything out and we just wait and see. Now, the second one that he sees, then we have to rule it out from any of these seven things. However, even if, let's say, the first one we, we didn't investigate and the second one we investigated and, and it's, a, it's an actual reyah, then we go back to the first one and we investigate it because the relevance of a third reyah is going to be for bringing a korban and we want to be absolutely sure as we are going to see. For the third one, we no longer investigate because for the first two, we know what they came from. He already has his hazaka of Tum'ah and therefore the third one is going to trigger a korban. For the first re'iyah, which we don't investigate the reasons, then the person is Baal Keri. Baal Keri is also a category of Tum'ah, not as bad as Zav, uh, but that, that's what applies. And then for the, uh, after the second one, if he sees the second one, he's going to become a Zav. And the second re'iyah needs to be the kind that has ruled out the other seven reasons. And he needs to have Shiv'anakim, just like a woman who is Zava. And then do uh, tabila in maim hayim in in water that is that is uh, uh, live uh, that 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 flows, and he doesn't yet become obligated to bring a korban. Uh, so so j- just to clarify this, maim hayim is a different standard than memikve, which is which is a standard for for a woman. So maim hayim is a higher level of tahora. We're going to see that in the next in the next uh, section of Rambam in Chot Tahora. And then on the third one, Rashalosh Riyot Harez Zav Gamur Vehayav Korban. Then Ben Zav Shalashet Riyot Laroi Shalosh Ila Korban Bilvad. This is a rule that the Gemara brings many times. The only difference between a Zav that saw two Riyot and one that saw three times is a Korban. For everything else, they are Tamei in the same exact way. And this doesn't have any source in the Torah. This is all attributed to oral tradition in the same chain that comes all the way from Har Sinai. So it doesn't the frequency of the reyot, unlike the reyot for the zava for a woman, which need to be over consecutive days, and it says yamim uh, rabim, which means three days, for the zav, um, it can be within the same hour as far uh, as far as we as far as we are concerned. Um, this is would still be zav. The only thing is. If there is a full day separating between Rayot, then that day resets the counting. Kesad, Ra'a Raya Bashabat, Uriyashniya Bashani Bashabat. 
For example, if the first Aliyah was on Shabbat, second Aliyah was on Monday, we because there is the full Sunday between them, they don't aggregate. And so too, for aggregating three towards the Korban, if after seeing on Monday, he's on Tuesday, so of course he's going to be Zav, because he now saw two Reyot within less than three days. Uh, but we don't aggregate the first one to three, so therefore he's not obligated to bring a Korban. However, if he sees one Re'iyah today and one on the following night, in other words, there isn't a full 24 hours in between or a full day in between, then we aggregate them. And obviously, we don't have to even mention that if it's the other way around, if he sees one on the first night and then the following day, which is in the Hebrew calendar, it's the same day of the week. Um, obviously, they, they would be aggregated as well. So too, if he sees three consecutive nights, one after the other, we would count those. Uh, the, the volume of this emission is, uh, is de minimis. There, there is no shi'ol for it. Anything because of the Pasuk Ahtim Basaro would be enough to cost Tum'ah. Yod. Hayazov Nihrar Vyosevelo Pasakimesh Bitahilata Riyal Sofaka Kedete Vila Vesipugo Yater. Arizona Heshevet Kishter Yot Hoil Vyaruka Kishtaim. Feim Loha Archa Kashiora Zea Filu Pasakazov in time Arizor Yahat. If there is a single emission that is continuous and continues for a long time, then if from the beginning to the end there is more than enough time for a person to to go to the mikveh and submerge and come back up and dry themselves, that is a shi'ur that would be necessary for, under normal circumstances, for one re'iyah uh, to then become, uh, to, to then start seeing a second re'iyah. So that's also the measure for counting one continuous re'iyah and dividing it, seeing it as two separate ones. And if it's not as long as that, then it's a single re'iyah, even if, even if it comes and goes in, in, uh, in various uh, stages, and it's not continuous. Also, if it was long enough for three, in other words, there is time in the middle to go twice to the mikveh and dry himself back um, each time, that will be counted as three reyot, and the person will be hayav korban. Yod alef. Ra'a reyahad v'efsika de tevila v'sipug, v'achar kach ra'a shetayim mu'ahad berubak ishtayim, o sh'ra'a shetayim mu'ahad berubak ishtayim, v'efsika de tevila v'sipug, v'achar kach ra'a had, ha'reze zav gamur. If the person sees one reyah, then there is hefsek, there is time enough for tevila v'sipug, that's the time we described before, and then he follows by seeing two reyot or a reyot that's long enough for another tevilah v'sipug, then, uh, and, or the opposite, or if it's one long one followed by a short one, this is Zav Gamur, uh, and he'd bring a korban as well. Yod bet. Ra'a reyot ha'ad 
לפיכך הרואה ראייה אחת בין השמשות שהוא ספק מן היום ומן הלילה, הד הזה ספק לטומאה. If a person sees a single ראייה, the beginning of which is at the end of the day, and, and uh, the end of which is at the beginning of the night of the following day, then the changing of dates is also have sec, and, and uh, then he would have seen two ראיות, regardless of the time that passes between them. Now I want you to pay attention, this seems to imply that the time between day and night is nothing. And indeed, this seems to have been the halakha until pretty late in the times of the Tanaim and the Emuraim, uh, when they started defining Ben HaShemashot. Uh, before that, it may have been that the original halakha, at least in some contexts, was that as soon as the day ends, the following day or the following night begins. And, and uh, bear in mind that all of these halakhot of Zivar are very early, very, very ancient halakhot, because their main consequence was for Bet HaMikdash, whether someone is to bring a korban or not. So I think what we see here is vestiges of earlier halakhot that had been developed much earlier, the, the halakhot of Zav, that had a definition of Ben HaShemashot, or assumed a kind of, of trans- transition between day and night that belongs to an earlier stage of halakha. And then, after Ben HaShemashot had been defined as a longer period, come hachamim and have to deal with this. What they came and said is, If a person sees a single re'iya, but that re'iya is Ben HaShemashot, which is now a defined period of time, then we are going to make this piece safek of uh, both uh, belonging to the day and to the night. So it has this allegiance, this connection to both the day and the night, and it's safek to re'iyot. Yod gimal. Ra'a re'iyah had bayom ve'ahad ben ha'shemashot ha'rezezav v'day letum'ah ve'safek le'korban u'mevi korban ve'eno nechal. One more thing, Lachamim had to deal with, what if the re'iyah started uh, during the day and then there was one ben ha'shemashot and there isn't enough time in between. So, Hachamim decided this vadai that that the, the person is going to be uh, tameh because ben hashemashot is not that it's neither but it's both day and night. Uh, but not for a korban because for a korban although he has a safek of having uh, two reyot of both the day and the night that's what we said about ben hashemashot. So in reality he has one reyah and then a second reyah for sure and then potentially a third reyah. So that's not enough for a korban. And that's why he has to bring a korban, but it's not going to be eaten, like we saw that we do with uh, Safek Yoledet. Yod Dalet. Ra'a re'iyah had ben ha'shemashot shel Shabbat u're'iyah sheniyah ben ha'shemashot shel Mosai Shabbat. Ha'reze Safek letum'ah v'safek lekorban. Safek letum'ah shemen re'iyah rishona ha'yita be'ayrev Shabbat v'sheniyah ve'mosai Shabbat, v're'efsik Shabbat b'nehem, v'en kan zibut kelal. והרי הוא ספק לקורבן, שמאחד מהן הייתה מקצתה הביום ומקצתה בלילה, שהיא חשובה כשתיים, ולראה שלוש ראיות, שהוא חייב בקורבן ולפיכך מביא קורבן ואינו נאכל. If, let's say, there is two ראיות, but one is בין השמשות before Shabbat, one is בין השמשות after Shabbat. So, what we have here is, he's ספק for טומאה, because maybe he didn't see two ראיות without having a full day separate between them. Maybe there is a full day separating between them. Because that's the beauty of Ben HaShemashot, is that what's in between the two Ben HaShemashot potentially is also a full day. 
but maybe it's both a day and a night. So what ends up happening in this weird case is it's both safek tum'ah and safek korban. And that's why he's going to be a korban and not eat it. Why safek korban? Because maybe the first reya counted as two or the second reya counted as two. So potentially he saw four reyot. If we say that there is a safek reya, safek two reyot, whenever someone sees a single reya in ben Hashemashot, then we have here two shemashot. So it's it's like saying two uh, times a potential two, a safek of two. And therefore it's going to be a korban, but it's not going to be eaten. So this is a fun trivia question, the kind that Emoraim will often entertain in the Gemara. And maybe the question is, how could somebody uh, be safek uh, tameh and still have to bring a korban? Baruch Amen.